Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. I am your host, Richard Haynes of Manhattan Pacific Realty. We specialize in home sales here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, and the Hill of Palos Verdes. For this week's episode, we are going to get into quarter number one real estate data. If you can believe it, we're already through the first three months of 2021, and uh, the information here is going to be interesting. That said, uh, it's going to be stronger than what maybe the numbers normally would be, and I'll get into uh, the reasons why. Um, But just to set up kind of what we're going to go over here today, we're going to go over the first three months, so quarter number one of 2021, and compare it to the first three months of 2020. We're going to go through the four areas I like to cover on my written blog and on the podcast, Uh, and uh, I'll give you guys kind of a summary uh, so you can skip forward to the city that you're looking for if you'd like. Um, or you can just ride along and listen to all of the data. So before I get into why the numbers are going to be stronger than normal, I put on a nicer shirt today. If any of you guys watch this on our Instagram or log on to YouTube and watch the full videos uh, of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show, boy, we uh, the last recording I did, I look like crap. <laughs> We got uh, the new baby is now over two months, but at that time we were like six weeks in. I was tired. I looked greasy. I looked a little yellow. I have big bags under my eyes. I still got them, but hopefully you guys are looking at this nicer shirt than normal. And uh, I got a decent amount of sleep last night. So um, forgive me on the looks. I'm going to get better looking every month here, hopefully, as we sleep more and more. So... To start off uh, or give you guys a summary of where we're going, Q1 numbers, I'm going to go and start with Manhattan Beach, then Palos Verdes, then Redondo Beach, and end with the smallest city we cover in Hermosa Beach. Um, So without further ado, let's get it done. You can fast forward ahead if you'd like or uh, cruise along here, Manhattan Beach. Um, Oh, and before... I get into everything. The reason why the numbers are going to be stronger here, it'll be great. It's going to give more momentum to sellers if they need it or not, but this is really for the buyers out there not to get down. The numbers are going to be strong, but they're crazy strong because we're basing it on easy comps. So if you remember, we had the coronavirus scare really started to rattle the stock market in February of 2020. And then we had the stay-at-home order shortly after. And in March, we saw sales collapse. And they were equally as bad in April. So to end Q1 of 2020, we had a month that was absolutely terrible for local real estate here in the South Bay. So when you have one full month of horrible data... And then you've got three months of good or really good data the next quarter. We've got easy, easy comps. So the numbers are strong, of course, but they're not 
crazy strong as these numbers would suggest because it was so ugly a year ago when the coronavirus started. You know, I read one statistic that some real estate pundit was quoting and they're like, for this first week starting off in April here, you know, mortgage purchase applications are up 50% year over year for this week. And I'm like, so what? Like we were all on a stay at home order and no one was buying homes in the month of March and April. That's a silly statistic to throw out there because the comps are so darn easy from last year. So please keep that in perspective when you're hearing these numbers. The market's on fire, but it's not like prices jumped 50% uh, from last week um, because it's been a steady rise up and last Q1 of 2020 was kind of ugly. So here we go. Manhattan Beach, prices up. 34% year over year, quarter one, when compared to uh, uh, quarter number one of last year. Uh, The official median price in Manhattan Beach is at an all-time high at $3.1 million. Um, And sales, close business, uh, jumped 45%. And look, in in Q1 of last year, sales were at 60 in Manhattan Beach. Now they're at 87. There's been a really nice recovery um, uh, from when the pandemic really saw everything collapse. Um, <clears throat> to give you some insight uh, in kind of the submarkets in the city, the worst performing submarket, of course, was Manhattan Village. And I've hit this over the head. It, Manhattan Village is a PUD, a planned unit development. It's a majority a vast majority condos and townhomes, and that's just out of favor. So Manhattan Village continues to underperform where East Manhattan Beach and the Hill Section are continuing to fuel the growth in the city of Manhattan Beach. Side note, highest sale in Manhattan Beach for Q1 was a six point. Uh, million strand sale. What I find interesting about this one is it debuted as a $16.9 million listing in May of last year. So just as we were coming out kind of the scariness of the pandemic and not reopening a little bit, but the real estate market started to take off, they knew they had to fight a shaky economy. They held in there for three quarters at $16.9 million and closed for $16.25 million. That's pretty impressive for sellers to say, stay that strong, and it's to show you that buyers are like, hey, we're not going to get deals out there. We've got to pay the price if we want properties, and someone got a very, very small discount on a $16 million sale on the, sh- on the strand of Manhattan Beach. So a nice little interesting side note for there. Moving on to the Palace Verdes Peninsula, as you guys know, four incorporated cities, one unincorporated area, or two little areas that are unincorporated. We're going to do the incorporated cities here. Palace Verdes Estates, first one up. Prices are up nicely, 12.73% year over year, which is right in line with kind of the statewide statistics um, and statistics as a full year from last report. And sales have more than doubled in Palos Verdes Estates, up 116%. So really nice numbers out of Palos Verdes Estates. Rolling Hills Estates saw its prices jump a whopping 49 Um, And again, we've talked about easy year-over-year comps. Everything kind of froze in Rolling Hills Estates, and then you saw this huge demand for Rolling Hills Country Club. 
big, big sale prices, all-time record highs, which is really fueling that 49% jump. The interesting thing about Rolling Hills Estates, sales are down 22.5%, and normally a drop in sales is a scarier thing for a market or a sign of weakness. That is not the case here because Rolling Hills Estates is seeing inventory levels at its lowest level of all time. So it's, you know, prices are up by 49% because it's supply and demand. There is no supply in Rolling Hills Estates. And so while sales are lower, it's because there are no homes on the market to actually complete sales. So um, sales are down, but it's because there's no inventory. Rolling Hills behind the gates, the perfect area to ride out the pandemic, an area with massive demand for, for large acreage behind protected gates and big one-level homes, saw its performance do very, very well in Q1, up 46% to a medium price of $3.775 million, with sales jumping 71%. So Rolling Hills continues on rolling higher. And to wrap up Palace Verdes in the Hill, Rancho Palos Verdes, the hill's most affordable city, um, saw its price, medium price jump 13.38% um, with sales up 29%. So super solid numbers uh, for Rancho Palos Verdes. And the hill continues to do very, very well as people want to get out of more dense areas, backyards, trees, parks, quiet. PV has benefited very, very nicely. Moving on to Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach for Q1 of 2021, prices are up 13.3% to a median price of $1.24 million. Um, and really, Redondo Beach had the worst or the most negative reaction when the pandemic set in last year. Pending sales in Redondo Beach plummeted by 80% percent in the month of March of 2020. So you had really easy comps in Redondo Beach and Redondo really took it on the chin end of first quarter last year into second quarter. So we saw its sales rebound 70.3%. We're up 70.3% in this quarter. But again, the reason is, is Redondo Beach got crushed Q1 of 2020, and so it's had a nice little rebound here. Breaking it down between South Redondo and North Redondo, South Redondo is the 90277 zip, North Redondo is the 90278 zip. Most of the strength, or a big chunk of the strength, was driven by North Redondo, which saw its sales median sales pl- price climb year over year 17.29%, and really where the strength was, sales more than doubled in North Redondo as well up 109%. So really strong numbers out of North Redondo Beach, pretty much a full recovery in terms of sales. South Redondo was strong on medium price, up 12.77%, right in line with the state, super strong. Its sales, though, weren't quite as strong, um, up 28%. But if you look at the numbers uh, from last year, South Redondo didn't take it uh, on the chin quite as much as North Redondo. So really good numbers out of Redondo Beach. Again, nice recovery. And to give you an idea uh, of a nice little anecdote from, from the city, um, there was a brand new construction home on 509 South Lucia that sold 
um, for $3.85 million in 2019. It was brand new construction, big home, 6,300 square feet on a 10,000 square foot lot with a pool. Normally, you saw buyers punish sellers who bought within the last year or two and not pay basically pay what someone paid for or 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 offer less than what someone paid for. And so again, this home sold for 3.85 million in 2019. It came back out in 2020, so the pandemic year, and it sold with multiple offers getting 4.255 million dollars. So it sold for over a uh, $400,000 premium in less than 20 months. Um, and I think what that shows you is, is buyers have now thrown out the window going, I don't care if you, you know, last year you paid X for it. I'm going to pay you a premium. If you're brand new, you're big. I have a backyard and a pool to ride out the pandemic. And although we're reopening and everyone knows we are, people just value more space to work from home, study from home, be able to jump in your pool rather than have to go to the beach or to a hotel or on a vacation. And so, you know, I think that's a really interesting anecdote to show you what this market has done, how things have changed, and if we can keep it up. And it looks like we will. To wrap up the podcast... Um, for this week, we're going to finish up with Hermosa Beach. Hermosa has done really well, and Hermosa performed probably the best out of these four markets when the pandemic hit. Um, to give you an idea, Q1, or excuse me, not Q1, in March of 2020, when we got the stay-at-home orders, Hermosa Beach actually saw its pending sales jump 11.1%. When you were seeing Manhattan Beach drop 70% and Redondo Beach drop 80%, Hermosa saw its pending sales grow by double digits. Now, it did drop a little bit later, but it was much more resilient than some of the other cities. Um, and as a result, it doesn't have as easy a comps to beat. That being said, it still did darn well. Um, Hermosa Beach, medium prices, Q1 up one point uh, up to 1.97, which is a jump in of 25% in medium price. That's darn good. And its sales were up 37%. Remember, March of last year, its sales were up 11%. So the fact that Hermosa is up 37% on tougher comps is really, really impressive. Most of the growth in Hermosa has been in single-family homes, but there have been new construction townhomes that have done really well to drive this marketplace. And so while single families have driven it, Hermosa has a big mix of townhomes and large condo buildings. And those have lagged. When those condos start to really sell again and grow, Hermosa is going to continue to push out good numbers. So that market has shown a lot of resilience, um, resiliency, and and you know single families are driving it. And I bet you condos and townhomes are going to uh, drive it here shortly. So really interesting numbers this Q1 of 2021. Remember, there's some big price growth numbers, there's some big sales growth numbers, but these comps now in Q1 from last year were really easy to beat this year and why you see such big numbers. I want you to be prepared that these same big numbers are going to happen again in Q2 because we had April of last year during the pandemic 
And those were horrendous numbers. So be prepared for Q1 and Q2 of this year to be very easy to beat. We're going to get big numbers. But know what? They're a little skewed. So really, you want to look at the previous quarter or previous months for growth so that you understand if you're a seller, know that the market's on fire, but you're not going to sell for 40% more than you would have last month. It's just not realistic. And buyers don't get discouraged because a lot of the growth has been priced in and you can still get yourself a home if you're willing to offer slightly over the comps from last month. So you can still make deals happen. Q2 will be strong. I will have those numbers for you in three months. The big, big, most important data is going to be Q3 and Q4 when the market took off and the comps are a lot harder. And we'll see if this recovery and growth stage in the South Bay market will continue to have legs or if maybe it's starting to slow down and we'll have that for you in Q3 and Q4. So I will leave it at that for this week. I will see you hopefully next week, if not the week after. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend, and I will see you soon. Bye.